OMG, it's been 24 years since we've spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Shame on us. Happy Halloween, girl. I feel so spooky and scary. Just kidding. (laughs) I watch like bloody murder movies all the time. So it's just an extra excuse during Halloween time to watch more of them. How are you? So fun. Um, I'm doing really good. Yeah. All things in life are like happy positive moving forward doing the thing we're good doing the thing oh well maybe we should introduce ourselves since it's been a hundred years since we've um had a new episode out and we will catch everyone up on why that is but um maybe we should start like as if people don't know who we are (laughs) sure hey friends i'm stacy and i'm crystal and this is the itty bitty belly committee yay podcast oh yeah podcasts (laughs) (laughs) um we're all we're you know the the female version of like the joe rogan podcast so strap in just kidding that's right. You are in for a absolute treat. Um, we support all of our friends along their weight loss journeys. Yes. Um, we are both post-op VSG mm-hmm. and we're killing it. We're doing great. I feel like I can say that for sure. You know, I think so, we are both success stories. I think so. Yeah. You know, six months and eight months out. I think so. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just kidding. We're not anything like the Joe Rogan podcast, by the way. Um, I'm just trying to get his name recognition because he's like the number one podcast out there. So, so fun to watch. I was thinking, I think he, I have my own opinions on him, but um, yeah. So super excited to connect with you today. I know that. So those of um, people who listen, who aren't in our group, Stacey and I are in an accountability support group on Sundays. So we do talk to each other pretty regularly. Um, But we both have had some work stuff and some life stuff over the last month. And so we are heading into November with a renewed sense of commitment. And we're part of that is to do the podcast thing and sit down and talk with each other and, hopefully connect with um, our friends. Absolutely. And I think it's the most challenging part of the year for most people, Mm -hmm. um, especially when you're attempting to be in a weight loss um, journey. So Mm -hmm. I think it's the perfect time. Just recommit each other and to support and our journeys. It's really yeah, your internet always drives me crazy. So it sounds like sometimes it sounds like you're a robot and it is what it is. So people just get to enjoy it, by the way. Mm. Should I take my earphones out? Maybe that'll do something. Mm. Maybe it does it during our small group, too. So I think it's just your technology. Technology is supposed to make our lives easier and it doesn't. So it well, is what it is. Wi Fi is like on blast right now so hopefully. i'm sitting next to our router so i'll probably get like a brain tumor but <laughs> but <laughs> you'll sound clear connected. Yeah. <laughs> exactly unless i move my head too much and then my headphones make weird sounds whatever it is what it is we're not perfect and i don't think we ever will be perfect so it's okay that's part of life right it is sure. um so 
Hannah, one of our buddies, um, she also has a podcast called Weighing In. Weighing In. Allison and Hannah. Allison and Hannah. I love those girls. But she mm-hmm. she did a post yesterday about um, candy for Halloween. She's like, so are, are we all agreeing that we're going to eat the candy? And I was like, eat the fucking candy. Just eat it. <laughs> it's like, don't even question it eat three pieces like live your life and that's been that's my motto I am shocked to hear that from you I know so that does segue a little bit into what you were telling me I should talk about but I won't go into it too much but I did get married (laughs) so I'm off the market sorry and um part of why I say candy correlates to that is because I have been in therapy for years now about my anxiety and my OCD, um, diagnosed OCD, diagnosed general anxiety disorder, diagnosed agoraphobia, (laughs) um, super fun stuff. Part of, I love the giggle that you add to the list. I just love that. It's like diagnosed because I always knew I was a little crazy so now I'm like I officially have like (laughs) certification (laughs) you're welcome it's on paper uh I actually do mark like yes I have a disability when I like apply for jobs but that's a whole other thing um anyways when I first had anxiety I just would white knuckle it and have rolling panic attacks and this was like for years it was super fun part of that was a strange aversion to certain activities and also certain foods so my brain told myself that any stimulant was a bad thing. So because if you get a stimulant, like stimulation, um, like a sugar high or a caffeine high, that for me is kind of how my anxiety felt. Like I just felt really, really pumped up and like, like, ugh, I couldn't like calm down. Mm-hmm. And um, so rather than addressing my issues with healthy means, I decided to like when this started I started to um I cut out caffeine and sugar and alcohol uh all at the same time Mm -hmm. which was not super great for my body because then it sent me into like crazy withdrawals but I was like this is the answer it's got to be some outside influence so I'm just gonna quit all of these things at once and um it'll all I'll be better and so I developed a really strong fear of sugar but I also got I lost weight because of it right Mm -hmm. and then this is obviously way before my surgery this was like 10 years ago now um but I lost weight because I stopped drinking soda and I stopped drinking alcohol so my body was looking healthier so then I started getting unhealthy positive reinforcement from the outside world of like oh girl like you dropped like four pant sizes like you look great meanwhile I'm like literally dying inside like I can't leave my house Um, and I lost a lot of friends because I wasn't going out and having fun anymore. So Mm -hmm. that was a whole other thing. Um, so all that to say, I, in therapy, when I finally went to therapy and that was literally like what saved my life because I wasn't suicidal by any means. I've never actually have been, but I knew I didn't want to live the way I was living anymore. So Mm -hmm. I knew I had to either lay down and die, not, you know, take my own life, but like literally just give up or find a way to fix this because what I was doing wasn't working. And so in therapy for years now, we have discussed my feeling less than for my wedding because I all, oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional. I didn't think this would happen. I, um, I always 
love tradition and I mm-hmm. knew that I wanted to have a wedding cake. I wanted to cut a wedding cake and I wanted to eat. Oh my God. Can't believe. Oh. Sorry. I wanted to like <laughs> eat the cake, you know? And, mm-hmm. but I knew that it would probably trigger me and mm-hmm. I, I would be like really nervous about it. And I just, it always made me feel, oh my gosh, it always made me feel really less than to not be like what I considered normal, you know, mm-hmm. like, why can't I just eat, eat a fucking piece of cake, you know? Right, right. And so anyway, so I avoid I'm a big avoider. I'm a, I, I'm a very strong avoidance and person. So now with like this surgery, it's like, well, I can't eat the sugar because I'm going to have a sugar dumping syndrome or whatever, right? meanwhile I've been eating these ice cream bars and I literally just figured out they have 14 grams of sugar so I definitely (laughs) have been eating sugar since my surgery um but and there's other things like I'm weird about coconut I'm I I might we all have our things right my Mm -hmm. brain glitches so the week of our wedding um I got a cake from my favorite bakery it's called the European Cake cake gallery in San Diego Mm -hmm. and they make this one very specific cake I love it and um so I got that for my bridal shower and I was I couldn't afford their wedding cake but I could afford the smaller version for the bridal shower Mm -hmm. so I got that and I like ordered it I went picked it up I like was in control of the whole thing and then at the bridal shower I was like yeah cut me a piece of cake and everyone was like what you're gonna eat cake you never eat cake and I'm like give me the cake and oh I ate some cake at the brown shower and I was like, I'm around people who love me and support me. If this does cause a toxic reaction, I know it won't rationally, but my irrational brain thinks it will. Um, it's okay. I can go home. I'll be fine. But I'd rather have a reaction now than in front of a hundred people at my wedding, mm-hmm. but I'm going to eat the cake at my wedding. I'm going to. And so I ate the cake and I was fine. And then I brought some home and I showed my boyfriend or my fiance and he was like, you ate the cake? I'm like, I ate the cake. And then at the wedding, it was like cake cutting time. And we played that song, I Want Candy. Oh, cute. <laughs> and it was super cute. And so we went up and cut the cake. It was a Costco sheet cake hidden in like a big fancy fake cake, which is a whole other story. And um, so we cut the cake and ate it and it was fine. I didn't eat like 10 pieces. I ate like a square, you know, like a not even like, you know, two inches by two inch square bite. And then we gave the rest of, like, the bites to, like, the 50 children that were in our wedding party. And they were all stoked on it. And I texted my therapist. Like, I didn't tell her anything else about the wedding. Nothing about – because we have pretty good boundaries. We don't check in every day because mm-hmm. I would because I really want to be her friend and I have to <laughs> respect her privacy. And so I just texted her and I was like, I ate the cake. And that's all I said. And then she sent back a meme of, like, people crying because she knew, you know, what that meant. But, yeah, yeah eat the cake eat some sugar and don't let, I don't want anything to control me, whether good or bad. And I'm just trying to like empower myself and be like, that's not going to control me anymore. Like fear, what, however form it appears is not going to be what it takes my life in the next 40 years. Cause I've already did 40 years of fear. So I'm over it. Wow. I'm so proud of you. That's an amazing story. And how long ago did you decide to just cold turkey it on alcohol, caffeine, and sugar? It was my 29th year. So 10 years ago. Oh my God. And you literally did not have any sugar, alcohol, or caffeine in all that time? I have not had any caffeine for sure. I've never, it was really, really hard for me to quit that. I used to do 
of they didn't have the Trenta at Starbucks yet. It was like the venti, but I would yeah. do a upside down venti iced americano um every day, sometimes twice a day. So I was doing like eight to ten shots of espresso a day. Oh. Um, I worked retail, you know, yeah. and then I was in college and I was partying every night. Yeah. So that's how I lived was I needed uppers basically. Um, but so I haven't had caffeine. I've had probably five drinks total mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in like 10 years. Like every once in a while, I'd be like, I really want a gin and tonic or whatever. And I'll, I'd have one. But I've certainly not been drunk in 10 years. And I used to drink pretty much every day. Like I would mm-hmm. drink a bottle of wine by myself uh, at night if I was like watching Sex and the City. Um, I also watched um, Black Swan really drunk one time, and that's not suggested. It really messed with me. Yeah, the legs when the legs break backwards, I was like, "What's happening?" I didn't yeah. like it. Anyways, um, and then sugar—it's off and on for me. Um, when Kyle and I first started dating eight years ago. I was on like no sugar and Mm -hmm. he was like, let's just get a frosty. And I was like, okay. And then I gained like 40 pounds overnight. And then I gained a hundred pounds over like five years. And sorry, my phone rang. So it might glitch out for there for a second, even though it's on do not disturb. Anyways. um, So I kind of blame the sugar for the weight gain, not all the other things that I did that were really unhealthy. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, I go back and forth. I eat these ice creams all the time, though, like I said, and I didn't realize they had a lot of sugar in them. You've like been, like, me. microdosing yourself this whole time, and you totally. have no idea. <laughs> totally. I, yeah. So, anyways, that, I feel like it's all a crystal show right now, but just saying, yeah, it's been a solid 10 years, and that's terrifying to me to think that it's been 10 years of, like, I literally just woke up one day and couldn't leave my house. Like, I was, like... I'm, I'm afraid. And I flew to Vegas and had rolling panic attacks for 45 minutes and then landed in Vegas and threw up. And I was like, what's happening? Like I've gone to Switzerland on my, by myself. I lived in the middle East. I lived in Mexico. Like my biggest thing was I love to travel. And Mm -hmm. basically like my therapist explained, this is her opinion. I'm not diagnosing anybody, but basically like it's obviously a brain chemistry problem. And when it kicks in, most mental illnesses are going to manifest by the time you turn 30. It's earlier for men than it is for women generally. Um, For me, it's definitely hereditary. We have a lot of anxiety and disorders in my bloodline. And they all just (laughs) were basically alcoholics to cope. Um, But anyways, like for me, it was, I'm just so glad that I've, I knew I needed to go to therapy but my mom was a therapist and I was like that's not gonna work because those people are crazy and I had a really strong aversion to it but I knew I had to so through a podcast through my favorite murder I learned about psychology today's website where you can go in and you can find a therapist in your area and you can put in really specific parameters of like cost and Um, if they take insurance and like what you're trying to work on. Mm -hmm. And I found my therapist, um, Emily through that website and the first 10 sessions, I would be sick before I went, I would be sick after I would have to do something to reward myself after because my brain loves rewards. So I would go shopping after every time to get those endorphins. And I did, um, EMDR which we can have a whole other topic about that. But 
that was what worked for me was resetting my neural pathways to put yourself in the position of feeling the anxiety and letting your body kind of ride it out almost like a Charlie horse, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, retrain my brain to not react in a fight or flight um, method because when it would happen, I would feel like I was about to die. Like literally one step away from I'm going to sink. I felt like a goldfish who was dying in a bowl and like trying not to flip over. So super, super fun. And it affected so many things in my life. So yeah. Um, it's typical of me to try to do it on my own and then realize I can't and then <laughs> get help. But can't can't strong arm mental health. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. But no. the fact that I had all of those things going on in my brain and I was still able to get the therapy or sorry, get the surgery to me, that means literally anybody can do it because, uh, you know, I've said before, uh, they had me walk into the freaking slab and lay down naked for my surgery (laughs) and I was like in a foreign country you know I didn't speak the language and I was like this is it I don't I'm okay if I die right now and I'd never gone under so I was pretty sure I was gonna die you know and it's all the things like all the fears like so extreme and I made it and I'm fine and I'm better I'm curious to know about all the other patients that had surgery in Mexico with mm-hmm. the same doctor at the same facility. How many of them walked into the into the room and laid on the, the I mean, slab. I think all of them. Like, really? Wow. That's I just was, their way. <laughs> that's just their way. I know that. So I've seen other people say that they they have you wait in like pre-op and it's in the same floor as post-op, right? So I, I was like, I have to go first. I cannot sit there all day with no food or, um, no food or alcohol, no food or drink for Mm -hmm. surgery stuff. You know, like I was like, I can't sit here all day. I will chicken out. So I I made the request. Can I please like be the first one? So I went in at like 645 in the morning, like into the surgery. I was done by 10 o'clock in the morning, but I've heard other people sit there and they see people coming out after surgery while they're waiting for their surgery and they're all like fucked up and oh I've seen people throw up from the anesthesia I was like I could not Mm -mm. I could not see that I couldn't I would have I would have bailed um so I think that is how they do it oh my god that's so wild to me I can't believe it but you know uh, it was just it was an experience like for sure Kyle was there with me like waiting in pre-op like the, I don't want to disparage them because I owe my life to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was my experience. Like there was a bathroom that they had me go in to like change. It was like a, you know, bathroom that's connected to your room. Mm-hmm. So they were like, okay, go in there and put on this gown. And I did love that the gown was humongous. The wheelchair yes. was humongous. Made yes. me feel good. Um, Cause I've had most of 99% of the gowns in my life were paper and too small and right. made you feel like shit before you even see the doctor. Anyways, um, so I went in the bathroom and there was like um, a Band-Aid and um, a hair tie like on the sink. And I was like, yo, <laughs> they for sure did not clean this. And this was like, you know, the height of COVID. And I was like, oh, God, I'm not touching anything. Like, I'm sure that can happen anywhere. It's not just because it was a mm-hmm. Mexican facility. But 
overall everything else was super clean but I was like mm, that's not the best <laughs> the best starting point you know especially um, for what you were dealing with mentally in that moment yeah I can't even imagine totally I've never gone under I never I didn't have wisdom teeth I've never broken a bone I've never had anesthesia so you know for me who's the only way I get through life is be a, contr- a control freak. That's what mm-hmm. I think, you know, and that's how it doesn't serve me, but that's how I get through my anxiety of like, I'm in control. I drive, I make the plans. I plan the everything. Um, you know, I'm the CEO of my company, blah, 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 blah. And it's a false sense of safety because obviously I shouldn't be in control <laughs> too much. Um, you know, but being down there was just like out of my comfort zone, not even 10%, like a hundred thousand percent. But I knew I had to, I I knew I had done a long pre-op diet and I had quit smoking. And I was like, if I don't do this now, I'm going to go back to eating patty melts and smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. And I won't give a fuck. So I have to, if I'm going to do, I have to do it now, Mm -hmm. but I had to do it. I was pre hypertension, pre diabetes. My blood sugar was high. I was 306 pounds. Like not thriving, but not acknowledging I wasn't thriving, but I knew something had to change. So, and actually, now that you mention it, tell us where you're at now. Like, where are your mm. stats? I feel like we haven't revisited this. I haven't measured. It's actually on my to do list to do. I always think, oh, I'll do it. And then I don't do it. So I'm trying to get better about it. I haven't measured in forever, but I still weigh myself probably every other day. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to the rules, I just do what I want. Yeah. And, um, I don't suggest doing that because I get really obsessive on it, but I do it, whatever. So I'm 191 pounds. Oh my God. So I'm still right at that. I, I started October just getting into the wonderland. So I've looked and like basically every month I lose between six and eight pounds. That's like my trend. So even though I didn't work out, pretty much at all this month <laughs> you I'm had not plenty thriving. of stress from getting married and all the I things know. yeah yeah and actually I did I actually ran on my morning my wedding morning and I was like so proud of myself but I needed yes. to like get rid of some anxiety but um so I haven't not worked out but I what I'm not doing it daily like I was when I didn't have a job yeah and um but I still lost weight so I'm like okay like I'm still on the trend but so I'm 191 I started at 306, so I think it's like 114 pounds around there. Um, I'm I squeezed into a non-stretchy regular size 12 jean the other day at Marshalls. Yay! I bought the 14 because the 12 muffin topped, but not from fat, <laughs> just from skin. That made me feel really good. Yeah. Um. So I'm technically like a size 14. I was a 22. Um. I bought a size medium jacket at target which tar- yeah. target's hella triggering for me um i've cried in those red fitting rooms more times than i can count my whole life so i, lo- I love that they're more size inclusive now but mm-hmm. 90s and 2000s they were not right. at all they had yeah. billabong or no, isaac mizrahi mizrahi and massimo, massimo. massimo. like yeah. i was like i love them and then they got rid of them of course and then they brought these ugly fucking prairie dresses in whatever <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like we're getting ready for how a uh, hand wives hand wives tale but <laughs> um yeah I bought a me- a size medium jacket and I tried the large one and it fit and I and there was a medium next to it and I was like dare I and Ky- I just laughed and Kyle's like do it and I was like there's no fucking way I have never been a medium since I was like 12 years old I have broad mm-hmm. ass NFL shoulders 
And I was like, this will be funny. It'll be like fat guy in a little coat. And I put it on and I was like, wait, what? Like it was a little tight, like in my armpit. Cause I do have broad shoulders, but it uh-huh. fit everywhere else. Like so much better than the large. Um, and then I went to TJ Maxx and I was, tr- I was like, let me try like a leather jacket from like BCBG that has mm-hmm. like no give. And it's like yes. designer. Nope. Yeah. Medium. I was like, oh, okay, <gasps> I guess I'm a medium now. That's fucking weird. That's amazing. What a mm-hmm. feeling. Oh my gosh. I hate that you don't curse by the way. Cause it makes me feel like I sound like a sailor, but it's okay. I'm just I trying to be my curse. genuine self. You never curse. I always curse. I've I never always, hear you drop I the tr- F-bomb. Well, I try to be a little PG. Like, I mm. I don't know. Don't Sometimes. censor yourself. I'm I sorry for me. those who are nicer than me and don't curse. But I'm just this who I am, you know. <laughs> I don't. I guess I could talk like I do with my grandma, but she knows what's up. She knows I curse. So yes. No. She, she laughs. But I always anyways, have a potty mouth. I know. That's why I like you. So don't make me feel like. <laughs> freaking sailor over here (laughs) no but yes so that's like 10 minutes of all things crystal so I'm like over it but I did start a new job I got married I did it all the same time as per usual with my life I hate my new job I'm gonna try to find another one but I'll take the money for right now and I want to hear about your trip to because you've been all over the place too lady like you've been in San Francisco and LA like please catch me up on you unless there's anything else you really want to know about me but I hate talking about myself. <laughs> Stop. No, yeah, it's been kind of nuts. Uh, just work has been a little crazy. And I was I was up in San Francisco, like north of San Francisco's beautiful area in Marin, um, mm. right on the bay. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. And, uh, yeah, so I was there for five days just working and supporting. We have a new store that opened up with my um, J-O-B uh, that's what I call it because it's not my, you know, my heart's work, but it's my, mm-hmm. it's my job. It pays bills. And so that is, um, that was fun. It was cool to be there. It was the cutest little, like straight out of a storybook, you know, it was just mm-hmm. this really adorable little, I think they call it the country mart or something. And it is just like the 1% of the 1% that is yeah, over there. It's, it's like where Oprah has a house, right? Exactly. It yeah. is like the fuck you money people that are up there. So mm-hmm. it's super um, she-she, but it's very quaint. And so I enjoyed being there. The weather was absolutely stunning. And I walked every morning and I was up early every day. It was funny because when I was there, I was really concerned about staying on track because it's five days you know Mm -hmm. so I I had a whole plan in my head I was like okay I'm gonna get there I'm gonna find whatever grocery store I can go to I'll get the yogurts and the fruits and the you know all the stuff right Mm -hmm. protein whatever I need so I was thinking I was gonna have more meals at the hotel than I actually realistically could there was no place to go to the grocery store there, like not even mm-hmm. one. Um, I think I would have to go to like Corte Madera to actually get some kind of grocery. So anyway, I was so out of my element. There was nothing nearby. I just decided, you know what? I'm going to order every meal at whatever areas or whatever the area had to offer as far as restaurants were concerned. And I did it and I was down, I think, two pounds after that trip. So I still mm-hmm. was very successful and I walked every morning. Um, But I was a total recluse. Like, luckily, my cousin, I did find out that my cousin had relocated back to San Francisco. She lived there for a while. She was back in Ohio for a bit. And then anyway, Mm. she she had moved back. It was funny. She flew in on a Saturday to move back. And I was there on a Sunday. So we just Mm. happened to hook up one night. Mm. Um, It was the first time that I had actually seen anybody in my family since having surgery, aside from the ones that live here. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the first time to like be around somebody and have like a meal with somebody in my family. So that was kind of a trip. Um, but I was very candid. Like I just told her everything. I'm like, look, this is what I did. I had surgery. I'm, you know, I've lost quite a bit of weight and she didn't even really make a thing of it. She was just like, oh, okay. Cause I wasn't drinking. And my family is like, I just imagine like a bunch of fraternity and sorority people hanging out every holiday. It's like, <laughs> that's all we do is drink. All we do is eat, laugh. It's loud. It's obnoxious. Like it's all those things. And I have 23 cousins just on my mom's side. So, and we're all right around the same age. So she's of course one of them. And so I think she was anticipating we get together. Like she actually suggested we go meet up at a, at a wine bar. And I'm like, yeah, cool. No problem. Mm. I hadn't had dinner. So I was like, hopefully they have some kind of appetizer I could have. Um, but then when I told her I wasn't drinking, I said, I just don't want you to be like, wait, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah, I just can't drink yet. I, I, I blamed it on surgery. I mean, was that the right thing to do? I don't know. But, um, anyway, she was just like, oh, okay, well that's fine. We can go somewhere else. So we ended up going to a Mexican restaurant and she drank and then I had like a little something to eat and we just kind of like shared some tacos. And I, I just explained to her, you know, like all of the things that were going on. She's like, oh, that's cool. Well, good for you. You know, like mm-hmm. totally easy about it. I think we hype ourselves up and like create this story in our head that like people are going to judge us when in reality, especially in like a one-on-one situation, like for the most part, people are really cool or usually really cool about stuff. You'll have the one-off, but whatever. Um, so anyways, yeah, that was part of my trip. Um, and even having been forced to like go out to eat every meal and, you know, uh, be so out of my element, I still managed to lose some weight while I was there. So I was excited about that. Um, it was tough to be gone for five days. Like I just, I don't know. I think I'm very much a homebody and Mm -hmm. I'm used to my routine when you kind of take me out of that. It's a little tricky, but, um, it was fine. And then, um, the following week I was in LA for just a couple of nights. So actually just one night, two days. So it was good. Um, West Hollywood's always fun. I mm-hmm. met up with actually I met up with um a girl from the VSG community. It was kind of a last minute, not last minute, but like my plans were given to me last minute. So I didn't really reach out to any of my friends that live in, in WeHo and I was like, uh, oh, it's all right. I'll I'll, you know, just put it out on VS on my VSG account on Instagram. And someone ironically was like, Oh my God, I work 10 minutes from there. So I'm like, hmm. girl, let's do it. So we ended up having dinner together and that was fun. It was fun. You love that. Yeah, it was cool. I'm so, jealous, but I love it. I know. I was sad. I was like, I know I'm like kind of near you. So, so close. I know. Mm-hmm. So close, but so far. And also too, like with all the things happening in your life, I'm like, I need <laughs> to not overwhelm this poor girl. Like just, you know, we'll, we'll connect when we connect. So yeah, so that's kind of been me. I've, uh, you know, at this point, I'm down a total of 58 pounds since surgery. Wow. So this week I'm weighing in right around like, and I'm somewhat like you, I do weigh just about every day or every other day. Mm. Um, I'm right at like 163, 164. And I am, I had hopes of actually by today to see 150s on the scale. But mm-hmm. I, I think of my scale, like my weight in every day. I think of that really as just like data points. It's not really an emotional thing for me. I've tried very hard to work on removing the emotion from it because Mm. I just like to know, like, statistically, if I eat this way the next day, this is kind of what I'm going to see show up. And so Mm -hmm. it helps me kind of understand what's happening when I give my body certain things. And so 
yeah, I think it's, it's been okay for me as far as like, I don't feel triggered by the scale. I never really did though, unless Mm -hmm. I saw it like, you know, like when I'm not on the scale and it went up like 40 pounds, I was like, oh shit, something's (laughs) going on. You know, that was Whoopsie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then like, you know, I think especially in this, this part of the journey for me, it's like, I know loss is loss. And so it's just not even loss. It's like removal. Bye. See you, bitch. You know, like I don't, I, I think of it as just part of this and, um, you know, it's all going to happen. It's just a matter of time. And it's funny because a lot of people will say stuff like, oh, I'm in a stall or it's not working or I'm done or whatever. Like I'm not losing weight. Even to myself, I've said those things before. But like if you're in a calorie deficit and you remain there for long enough, eventually your body's going to release it. It's just a matter of time. So giving yourself the time, <laughs> it will eventually get there. So um, I think I'm somewhat like you. Um, I've managed to keep around like right around probably like six to eight pounds on average per month mm-hmm. since surgery. And I'm looking to just keep keep it moving, keep it popping. But yeah, everything's been good in my world. You know, it's just one day than the next. And all of a sudden, like the holidays are among us. And mm-hmm. I'll, before I know it, I'm unboxing our Christmas stuff at work. I'm like, whoa, no, this year is not done. <laughs> yeah, I was at Vons last night because yesterday was my Friday. And I was like, let me go grocery shopping. Let me do the laundry because I don't want to do anything for the next two days that I like have to do. And so I went to Vons and they or Ralph, sorry, and they had their Christmas swag up over the registers and I was like wait what it's not even Halloween yet if I start hearing Christmas music I'm gonna freak out and then Home Depot had Christmas trees and I was like that is it's too much it's wrong it's, it's wrong. too much like it's just com- it's just capitalism and commercialism it's not like a true celebration of like the holiday season yeah. it's annoying I feel like we yeah. all need to stay in our lane especially like Christmas Christmas needs to stay in her own lane you know I mean, but, the, I think it's a perfectly acceptable Thanksgiving night to put your tree up. I'm mm-hmm. into it. Leave it up till Valentine's Day. But, like, let's just take a minute. Because why do we even have it at a certain time then? Let's just do Christmas and Thanksgiving and Halloween all year then. Like, why not? It's just weird <laughs> to me. I don't know. But um, I'm I'm so glad, first off, I totally know where you were north of San Francisco. And that that is, like, bonkers town. I think the only quote grocery store will be like a freaking Bristol Farms (laughs) like if you want food so it is crazy up there but I'm glad you were able to adapt I was always like for the first four months after surgery I was like I'm never gonna eat fast food again it's just too overwhelming and I don't even know where to start and the first like thing I tried was the chili from Wendy's Mm -hmm. because I saw that a lot on like the boards like get this and you can blend it and it's really has a lot of protein and it's not so bad for you and I remember I tasted it and I was like this is heaven I was so excited to like because you know for me I was like oh this surgery is going to change so many things like I'll never eat pizza again I live in a lot of black and white so I was like I'll never eat pizza I'll never eat a burger I'll never eat whatever you know And then I was like, oh, that's not true. Like, there's so much gray in this and you can do everything in moderation. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's really hard for my brain to accept that. But 
Um, it's hard to Mexican food, Mexican restaurants. That's so good for BSG because you can get fajitas or, you know, shredded chicken and Mexican drive-thrus. A lot of times it's like my go-to when I'm in a pinch. Um, Starbucks, egg white bites, delicious. So good. So good protein. So you figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I was so grateful that the places that I was based in for that time frame was like, so damn bougie that even like their mm-hmm. coffee shops would have ultra healthy yeah. options you know what I mean like it was just totally so, so much yeah, keto and, I, and then also too like I'm right off the bay so there's like beautiful fish like fresh caught mm. fish I'm like oh my god I could totally jam with this so yeah there was amazing restaurants around there and I just <laughs> it's so funny I am really like a homebody but I would leave work for the day I would order something at one of the restaurants and I would just try to find something that you know would be the healthiest thing I would run over, pick it up, and then walk to my hotel. And that was it. Like, I stayed in. I would eat my dinner. I'd jump in the shower, and then I'd get in bed. And I'm like, okay, where's tomorrow's adventure going to take me in the morning? Because that's what I would do. I'd wake up, like, maybe, like, 530 in the morning, and then I would go for a walk. And it was freezing that early Mm -hmm. in the morning. You know, it was super cold. But I wanted to just walk along the water, and I found some really beautiful walking trails. And so, yeah, it was, like, kind of magical. Yeah, it was nice, really, really nice. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that it all worked out and traveling is not, I mean, look, I'm only what at the time I was like maybe five months post-op. So I was still very new or mm-hmm. at least I feel very new, um, to this, to this weight loss journey, but, um, you it's are possible, you know, like it's yeah. totally possible to do and still be successful and lose weight. You just have to have the right mentality for it. You have to go mm-hmm. into it knowing like, look, I'm going to do what it needs, what I need to do, um, to stay on track. And so that's exactly what I did. Walk, you know, walking shoes and tights you know or leggings to exercise in and it was good you have to be proactive in your healing and Mm -hmm. for me like when I allowed myself to get I don't even want to say so heavy because it's I don't feel like I should put a classification on that but so unhealthy for me um it was because I didn't plan anything ever like I'll be like oh I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go to work but I'm gonna be hungry on the way so I'm gonna grab like a jack-in-the-box breakfast sandwich and then that became a habit you know, and what you do all the time, that becomes what your life is and you're going to suffer the consequences or thrive like either way, you know? Yep. And so now I'm like, okay, I'm not a big meal planner. Like I'm not going to write down what I'm going to eat for the week. Cause I won't do that. I kind of still do whatever sounds good, mm-hmm. but I'm like, let me set myself up for success by having the things I like. And I had to figure out what that was, because I didn't know what I would like after surgery. And I tried a bunch of things, but I'm like, okay, I know I really love the whatever, like, Oki, what is that, yogurt, like, Oikos or whatever. Yeah. The triple zero Oikos vanilla. I love that with strawberries and blueberries and walnuts. And it's what I eat for breakfast. But if I'm getting sick of that, then let me get an egg white bite day or whatever, you know. But mm-hmm. I always have a ton of healthy protein that I like in the in the fridge. And worst case scenario, I'll have some tomato soup from Trader Joe's in the cabinet that I can pull down with some mashed potatoes, you know, like you just have to not necessarily plan every day unless that works for you, but you have to just choose your, choose your journey, you know, like, am I going to choose to show up for myself and be healthy or am I, no, for me, I get overwhelmed and a lot of things happen all the same time. So I have to focus on those things. And then I come back to what I know is like my baseline. Yep. And it's different for everybody. It's why you can't compare yourself to what other people do or, you know, see like, oh, that person looks like they're super succeeding because they only p- put the positive things on their Instagram or, 
whatever, you know, um, for me, I almost want to like only share the bad stuff just so it's like a balance to all the bullshit that's out there of like, totally. I'm, I'm amazing. Cause I'm like, you know, VSG baby mama Barbie or whatever they call themselves, you know, <laughs> I was just going to say a lot of words cause I don't want to target like one person and be mean girl, but no, I think um, yeah. you're right, though. I think comparison in this journey is the kiss of death. I think that mm-hmm. we all are guilty of doing it a hundred percent. A thousand percent. It's, yeah. it's also something that we all know that we, we can't do it because our bodies are so different. I saw this quote the other day or week or whatever it was that every single person could eat the exact same food. They could exercise the exact same exercise routine and every single one of them, their body's going to look different. So totally, we can't, we can't even compare even the exact same thing. If you're, you know, it's just, it's not possible. So anyways, I agree. I think, um, you know, I, even sometimes me saying, yeah, Hey, I'm doing really good today. Like, I'm like, am I being honest? <laughs> am I, you know, because I mean, I feel like my mood changes with the wind nowadays, you know, it's just part of this. So but that's why I liked you before we were friends you caught my eye on Instagram because you were just like, I told you this before and I'll probably say it every time, but like you were eating in a really obsessive way, this <laughs> broccoli meal at work <laughs> And you're like, and I sit on my hands and I chew and I chew and I chew. And I was like, this bitch is crazy. My level crazy. Like, I love this. We're going to be friends. And I literally was like, message you. I was like, I think you're funny. We should like be friends or something like that. And, um, you know, but I, I will. So this is my unhealthy habits. I'll see someone on Instagram celebrating their thousand pound loss. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, let me click on their profile because I'm going to see when they had surgery. So I go into their profile and I'm like, when do they have it? And then I, <laughs> I like, do the same thing. yeah, I scroll down <laughs> and I see like what they look like before. And I'm like, yep. okay, this bitch wasn't even really that big to begin with, but okay, I'll give her. That's fine. Like she's now 110 pounds. Well, she only started at like 190. <laughs> so, okay. Like barely there. Like I totally judge. And then I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, let me see. Like, what does she work out? Like, does she work out? Did she, like, I totally, and then I judge their food because yeah. a lot of times these people are like, they share a lot. So they're like, oh, I, this is what I eat for breakfast. This is what I eat for lunch. And I'm like, what is she eating for lunch? I, my, my lunch is way healthier. Like I totally <laughs> like, Annihilate every, it, yeah. <laughs> I do because then I'm like, I can, I like justify to myself, like, oh, like her starting weight is my weight right now or whatever. I'm just making someone up, you know, but, um, I totally, like forensically digest or dissect their <laughs> yeah what they do I do the same thing I always yeah. want to see like how compare how close in comparison is this to my story because mm-hmm. you know it's yeah and then if it's close enough then I sit there and go well shit I'm not doing that and they're doing mm-hmm. that you know it's just like I said, why it's don't the kids, why, sh- why don't I do it yeah yes, like maybe exactly. I should do that but you know what I started doing which just was for me to be in a better mode mood and mode I started commenting on at least five accounts that I'm not friends with, like personally, like I follow them or whatever. Like if they're posting something of accomplishment, I'm like, good job. That's amazing. Or like whatever, just like put it out there. Cause I don't feel that, but I'm like, okay, if I'm making myself say it, maybe I'll start to be more gracious. Cause my mean girl side is very strong wow like, I'm surprised that I got through the gauntlet then I'm really shocked no I know I'm a fucking bitch I'm aware I know but if I love you if I like you I love you that's yeah. my thing and it um it's not my strongest best characteristic but 
I try, but I'm loyal to like death for those who I do like. Well, thank God I'm on the receiving end of that. You're on that list. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) And mostly I like everybody. You know, I just have like a pretty quick trigger finger when it comes to like sensing bullshit. That's all. Well, and it's also, I think a lot of the Instagram community for VSG, I think a lot of people try to, you know, keep the rosy glasses on and they're, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to tell their story through this censored um you know way some of them you know it just depends Mm -hmm. but um I like the ones who don't because it's like they're it's almost like they're justifying that they're six like proving they're successful to themselves but sometimes you're like yeah it just sucks right now like that's okay I cried the night before my surgery over the idea that I'll never have pizza again and I probably haven't had And it. here you had pizza like two two nights ago or something. I had just, pizza last night, but was it, last wasn't, night? it wasn't round table, I'm going to be honest. You know, like that's what I was sad about because I love round table pizza. And oh. I, <laughs> my body didn't like it when I ate whatever I wanted anyways. Like I would have really bad indigestion and stuff and it was like torture, but I love like Costco pizza, round table pizza. I love pizza. And I cried the night before my surgery of like, okay, I'm never going to have pizza again. It's okay. And I was just emotional anyways. And mm. then- but since then, I haven't. I've had pyology because they have like a um, yes, build. It's like Subway for yes. pizza. If no mm-hmm. one, if you don't know what that is, but I know you know because they're they're in Vegas too. And gluten um, free. They're yeah. They have the gluten free. They have the cauliflower crust. Blah blah blah. So I've had that a few times, but it's a little greasy. My gallbladderless tummy doesn't like it. Um, but I had these Foster Farm take and bake pizzas. They're frozen pizza, um, and it was chicken an egg white crust and it tasted a little quiche like a little bit like quiche it certainly wasn't traditional pizza but it hit the spot last night so yeah it looked good and you were very positive about it so yeah yeah I, ha- I haven't pooped today though so I'm like oh that cheese is getting to me probably but mm. it's okay it's always a challenge I took an extra fiber supplement this morning but um Those fiber supplements make me so gassy by the way Oh, they totally do, but that's good. That means things are moving. Ugh, I hate it. (laughs) Kyle hates it. (laughs) I have to walk really fast. (laughs) Like I'm just gonna keep walking. (laughs) I like rip it up. I don't even care. I'm like that means my bowels are working. I'm just gonna rip it up. I work outside though, so it's probably good. Good thing. Safer for friends and (laughs) (laughs) we can live with it. No, just kidding. My armpits smell really bad still though from the surgery, and that still bums me out. I used Um, to get really bad. like I guess BO in my armpits prior to Mm. surgery, but now Mm. it's not as bad. Um, But I've also been experimenting with a lot of different deodorants and stuff. So I need to just try, I'm a creature of habit. So I just get dove like every single Mm -hmm. time because it doesn't make my skin break out. But I'm going to, I found like a, on Instagram, like an all natural one. It has really good reviews. So I'm going to try it. I forget what it's called, but if anyone's tried it, let me see. They emailed me. It's called Loom, L-U-M-E. Girl, I've tried that shit. It smells like total toe jams. Damn it. Like I, even which scent did you do? Because I have a lot of scents. Uh the orange one. Oh yeah. I would not go towards orange. I'd, I was thinking the lavender one. Try it. Don't don't take my word for it. But I did not like it. I ended up returning it. I got it on Amazon actually, and I ended up returning mm, it. Let me go on Amazon and see if there's on there. But I'm open to suggestions. But I am so I know you have had electrolysis and you've been open about that. Mm -hmm. I'm scared of it because I'm scared of anything new. But 
being worried about a five o'clock shadow at my wedding was the final straw. So I'm going this week to do a consultation for electrolysis for my chin and lip. And I'm saying it out loud. So I do it. Yeah, you need to do it. It was the best thing I ever did. I don't care so much about downtown or whatever. I would like to get it done, but my face, I'm so sensitive about it. And I'm so, I'm constantly worried I'm going to look like I have like, you know, it's like my chin. Like, I don't want to look like I have stubble, you know? Oh, just do it. Honestly, okay. it's not, it, it's nothing. And yes, it's a little, it's a little spicy when you're getting it done. Um, yeah, I'll live. I, oh, it's, it's so worth it. Trust me. It's I like, do threading and like waxing. It can't be worse than that, right? No, it's not worse than that. Oops. So I want to change direction. Cause I don't want to talk about hair removal. I want to hear <laughs> about <laughs> recommitment November. Like what's going on with our itty bitty belly committee support groups. And like, what do we have on the horizon for November? Cause like you said, holidays are triggering and hard for a lot of people. So how are we here showing up for each other? So I think the top of the priority list is the accountability partners. I think if it's something that is interesting for you, um, it's just kind of like a built-in sisterhood, like within the, the support group. Um, so somebody that you can connect with every day, hold each other accountable, lots of tough love, lots of like care for one another, but also like when you say and you start your week saying, hey, listen, I want to walk every single day this week, somebody that's saying, hey, girl, did you get your walk in? <laughs> if not, mm -hmm. let's jump on the phone and let's go out for a walk together. You know what I mean? Like I want this really beautiful connection to take place for everybody if that's something that they're open to and wanting. I know for me it's been super helpful um, and also too like it's hard. We have our day-to-day -day life going on and just one person that's consistently checking in with you, it's just super, super motivating and helpful. Um, so that's top. Um, secondly, of course, is like even, and, and if accountability partners is not your thing, just showing up to group every week. Um, mm -hmm. I think that just, even if you have to be on mute with your camera off, but just listen into the conversation, I think that that in and of itself can be super helpful because we just check in with one another. We're just, you know, seeing how everyone's doing and, you know, how was your week and what, what happened? And it's amazing how now that we've been doing this for several months now, we're starting to really see this evolution in the conversation as far as it's turning very personal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a reason why we all ended up at the point where we needed weight loss surgery to help us with this. And it's because we're consistently putting other things before our health. And so just being able to talk through some of those challenges that we see in a week and being able to be, you know, transparent about stuff because we've all been there. Um, it's really important. And then again, like just listening to other people's stories, I think is really helpful. Um, mm -hmm. So showing up every week, checking in with your accountability partner and then doing the assignment. So every day, you know, I, ideally everybody's taking a couple of minutes to meditate, breathing in, thinking the word I, breathing out, thinking the word am. I did two minutes of meditation before we started our call this morning. And I can't even tell you how just two minutes of me just putting my brain up on a shelf, letting it rest for a moment and just thinking the words I am, taking a lot of deep breaths. It's amazing how it just kind of calms your energy and it really helps you to refocus on the task. Um, 
And then a gratitude journal, same thing. I set an alarm for three minutes at the start of every single day. And I write down what I'm grateful and thankful for. And it's amazing how, oh, P.S., you were on the list today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, a, it's amazing how when you really kind of focus in on all the things that are really serving you, it really does shift your thought process for the day and it helps to kind of, you know, take you through in a, in a really positive light. So hmm. there was that. And then, um, you know, so that's of course the daily stuff that we hope that everyone in our support groups are doing, but then weekly we have our assignments as well. So this week, um, I know we just talked about it, but, um, we're ramping up to do a really fun event together where we're going to be doing vision boards for mm-hmm. 2022 um, kind of working this week, really focusing on getting our goals in line, um, really specific and really um, strong in the present tense. Um, hmm. No goal is too big, too small, too dumb, too elaborate, like everything works. Um, and so this week we're wo- working on creating those goals um, in the seven categories of health, faith, wealth, personal development, experiences, relationships, and our careers. Um, I usually give myself, you know, three or four lines to really journal about what those goals are going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And then based on that, we'll move forward and we'll start um, finding some images that really speak to us and those specific goals to create our vision board together. So I think it will be really fun because, you know, a vision board could be anything. I have kind of like the three – tiered (laughs) like folding poster board but some people like something a little smaller that they can frame and put it up in their office or Mm. you know it just kind of depends on on where you want to keep it and what your um what the purpose is for you as far as uh seeing it every day for me I'm always in my stepdaughter's room I always love hanging out in here and Mm. so I plan on putting it right by the window here so I'll see it every day so yeah, so that's kind of what recommitment's all about. It's just showing up, showing up for each other, showing up for ourselves, um, making this support group a priority because we all need the support. Even people that aren't a part of the Itty Bitty Belly Committee, um, you know, if 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 something like support can help you, oh my gosh, please reach out to us. This is a group that we welcome everybody. There's no one that's not right for this group. So mm-hmm. um, recommit to all the things. We're going into the the hardest time of the year, like I said. So, yeah. I'd love to see some men's groups because I, I don't know if – I mean, there's no men in our group, but I don't know if you have men in your other groups. But I've had a lot of interest from men, and I've mm-hmm. actually asked, hey, would you be willing to host one? Because I don't know how people – how men would feel if it was an all-girl group. I did have someone who was going to join us, but he ended up not, I think, once mm-hmm. he realized that it was all girls. <laughs> Got it. Well, yeah. I'm, I, I have been accused of being more, um, <laughs> this sounds so sexist. I don't mean it, but more logical than emotional. I've been accused of like having no emotion in business and being a bitch because of that. So maybe, I mean, not, not that that classify or classifies me as like a good leader for men, but Maybe, maybe I'll put myself out there and be like, if there's any dudes that want to like get together and talk about dude stuff, I wouldn't be offended if as a woman in the group, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. know how the best way to say that, but yeah, I would love to, I think, I think men have women. I feel like, let me see how to say this right way. 
I feel like as women, you see a lot of discussion about a healthy body image and the discussion of like how models, you know, give us unhealthy expectations of what we should look like, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I feel like with men, there isn't as, I know it's a, still a big problem, but you don't hear it discussed as much. Mm -hmm. And so I think maybe from an outsider looking in, it would be harder to go through this process as a man because it's like, different it's just different for dudes than it is for women I don't know maybe I'm wrong I mean we can find that out but I just think it would be a totally different experience and so yeah I I would be interested to get a male perspective on all of this um and how their body you know their self-worth is determined by having abs or whatever big calves I don't know what guys look at but absolutely and I think there is like this built-in challenge with guys it's just like asking a guy to go to therapy it's like mm-hmm. there's this this stigma almost around it and when you say oh I need support and I need a support group it's it's not as comfortable I think coming from a man so mm-hmm. I think that that's been kind of a little bit of a, a challenge as well so like admitting you need help is yeah for men yeah. absolutely yeah so that's mm-hmm. yeah I think I think opening it up and if there are men willing to admit to the fact that this could be beneficial then I think mm-hmm. that that would kind of help to get the ball rolling you know so mm-hmm. yeah well let's find some dudes let's find some guys you yeah. <laughs> do not in the fun way that we used to mean that <laughs> <laughs> right. um I'm excited about recommitment I in our group I was like okay I have been so absent And even from like this thing you and I started together, I was like, I have to focus on other things right now because I got a new job and I got married all at like the same time. And so now I'm like, okay, things have settled down a bit. And honestly, like for a career, I would love if IBBC became something that you and I could do full time and be supported financially. Absolutely. I have no idea how that would happen. And I would certainly not be like, hey, guys, now you've been our, you know, a a member of this group for free, but now we're charging you like that feels gross. I don't ever want to, you know, succeed or be financially stable off of the backs of like people who really need help. That's not what I my intention is with this at all. Mm -hmm. But figuring out a way to add benefit that can be monetized is interesting. So I, I know that people say like that saying of like, oh, if you do something you love, then you never work a day in your life. And I've always been like, nah, work is work. But as of late, I'm realizing that this corporate thing that I've done for the past 12 years that I'm really good at, I think I can parlay that into something where I'm helping people. And that would be like that would be I'm not working a day of my life because Absolutely. I'm doing something I love. Absolutely. I couldn't so, agree with you more. Yeah. I I'm trying to agree. figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I'm trying to like figure out how to how to monetize my experience or what I bring to the table and put value on it, but not by being an Amazon ambassador or a real good foods ambassador for <laughs> shit that I think is gross or dumb, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, I sorry to hate agree. on real good foods, but I could not. The ugh, it was I not haven't real. Even tried them. It was not real. It was not good. Nor was it food. <laughs> like that's. I'm just gonna 
<laughs> I'm going to be a judgy. And if it's great for you, great. I have a saying, what's great for you is great for you. It's great for me. It's great for me. Do you? I'm a libertarian. I'm not going to judge you. Rock on. But my opinion of it was it was fucking disgusting. And it made me go, ugh, why aren't all these people on here saying it's good when it's not? Or am I just crazy? And it's, you know, but I... Uh, whatever it was gross as shit and but i will tell you when things are good like i was like oh i really like these weird ass chicken pizzas they're bomb they taste like normal good food yeah so i don't know um but yeah so that's like i'm now all that to say like i'm not because i want to be financially supported by this because it's we're far from being financially supported by this we're not making any money off of this (laughs) um but i think so i'm gonna i'm gonna put this out there even though i'm very scared of it and probably the 10 people who listen to this won't care, but that's okay. I'm going to say it into the universe and claim it. My dream right now is to be some type of like surgery coach for people where I kind of like a life coach, but not calling a life coach because I'm triggered by that word. But like I make myself available to connect with people via Zoom however many times a week they want to for a small fee and like talk with them about what they're going through at whatever stage they're at. This is all very obtuse and not super directioned yet. Cause I haven't sat down and done a business plan or like figured out how I'm going to get there. But I think my experience with anxiety, with family trauma, I've been given a lot of resources that I've he- healed from and I feel like I want to pay it forward a bit. And if that means that people will pay me to like talk with them online in some kind of coaching maneuver, I don't know. Maybe there's something there. I don't, I, I I don't know. I completely second and support all things that were just stated. I think it's fantastic. It's so scary to say it out loud. It is. It is really scary to say it out loud, but I, I give you so much credit for having the the gusto to do it I'm proud of you and I think it's amazing and I think as long as you're working in that direction I mean look we're this is all about recommitment and vision boarding this month so hey it's perfect this is a perfect time because there is no dream that's too outrageous or huge or crazy because just like you and I when we were at the beginning of our journeys if I could find somebody like you Oh my God. Yes. I would have paid anything to connect with you to okay. ask the questions. So, no, I'm whatever. serious. It's, not, <laughs> it's so hard for me to hear that though. Cause I'm like, but everybody ugh. goes to Instagram for, for seeking information, right? Yeah. That's what I went to Instagram for. I needed right. to figure out who's doing what, how's this work? How, like, what does mm-hmm. this all look like? And to find somebody that's walked the walk, that's what I wanted. And I tried finding it in some of these bigger accounts that I would never get messages back from. Mm. Or, you know, you try to ask someone a question and they're like, oh, you can pay me $400 for this question. Or, you know what I mean? Something crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, you know, if I could find somebody that had been there, I think that would be. And really, that was kind of the intention, right? With with Itty Bitty Belly Community. We're just like, yeah. we're just here to, to rock with whomever. If you're even if you have no plans of having surgery, we want you, you know, like we're all on this journey together, whether you had weight loss surgery, not weight loss surgery, Mm -hmm. any kind of weight loss surgery, contemplating weight loss surgery, whatever that may look like. So I think it's amazing. And I think you're great. And I absolutely know that there's people out there that could really appreciate this. So (sighs) I mean, honestly, like if someone was like, Hey, I want to learn how to be an entrepreneur and start a business. I'd be like, cool. Here's like the 10 things we will like have your 
you know, uh, LLC formed, right? I know those mm-hmm. things because I did it myself. And I feel like for business, I know my worth. I know that I could make six figures working for a large company, um, blah, blah, blah. But with this, because it's so personal, I, I'm trying to like take out the personal of it and be like, this is what I did. This is what worked for me. These are the pitfalls, just like I did with business, like when I would advise people as a mentor for their companies. And so I'm trying to figure out how to make it so impersonal, but it's so personal. Like, it's like, oh, let's talk about when I was 12 and my parents got divorced or whatever, you know, like it all is connected. And so that's really difficult. Um, But I'm willing to put I have no problem putting my own shit out there. I'm like, you want to talk about how I was molested? Let's talk about being molested. For some people are like, oh shit, like that's a weird, weird word. I'm triggered by it and that's okay. Like I don't want to offend anyone, but I'm also, I've never had any shame in the things I've gone through. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And like I was date raped and I literally was like, oh yeah, I was raped. And um, my therapist is like, what? You know, like you, you're so blase about it, but it's like how I disconnected from it was like, I don't take it personally. So I, I'm all that to say, I don't even know what I'm saying, but basically like I, my dream right now is like, how can I help people? Because it feeds my soul. It makes me feel amazing to connect with people like in our small group, just to be like, yeah, I totally hear you. I love you. Let's talk about boys. Let's talk about sex. Like let's talk about real life shit, not about like how I'm being sponsored by Amazon to shell out supplements or whatever yeah (laughs) (laughs) but I do think our we have a secret idea about lotion for weight loss Mm, we'll just put a little like spoiler on that I think there's something there for us for that for sure absolutely my jam absolutely Mm -hmm. and I'm excited about our our new journal that we're going to try yes. for we're not sponsored by silk and sonder, but I found this um, monthly subscription of guided journaling. They send you a new journal every month. I was like, that's freaking genius. So I ordered November's you ordered November's mm-hmm. and we're going to try it. And then maybe there would be something in there. Like I was thinking, let's not reinvent the wheel. Maybe we partner with silk and sonder and do one that's like specifically for VSG. Yes. That would be cool. That'd be so cool. Mm -hmm. And they're really cute. And I love a good sticker. Yes. I know. I got the stickers too. I'm so excited for it to arrive. I should. I knew you would. I knew you'd get the stickers. (laughs) We didn't even discuss that. We both got the sticker, the $10 sticker pack, but I knew you would. I was like, I love this girl. We need the stickers. We need them. So we're going to do the vision board. We're going to put it. Oh, and I also said I wanted to do um, a Thanksgiving VSG friendly Thanksgiving meal plan thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I found a recipe I want to do It's skinny, um, cheese, pumpkin cheesecake bites. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. And it's use They use monk fruit, um, seasoning or seasoning, uh, sugar, but you could use nice. Splenda or whatever, any alternative. Uh-huh. You could even probably use real sugar if you want, if you don't want it to be skinny, but I saved the recipe. It's a super cute video. This girl does. And I was like, let's, let's pick a night. I'll put together like a recipe ingredients list and we'll pick a night and we'll do a live like zoom via zoom chat for cooking these little things. And I thought that would be so fun. It'd be so fun. Yes. I'm totally down. I love, I'm, I'm horrible at cooking, but I love to cook. So (laughs) I, 
I love cooking, but it's just me and Kyle. And so, and he a lot of times doesn't even eat what I eat because I'll make something and then he just eats mac and cheese later and it fucking infuriates me because <laughs> he eats like a four-year-old. I think we've had this in yes. common with our husbands. Like yes. literally like dino chicken nuggets and mac and cheese <laughs> is a staple. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here. I'm like grilling veggies and like making balsamic chicken, which is what I've been eating like every day. Mm. Um, But so with all that to say, like, I was raised in a family where we, every Sunday we would have a family dinner Mm -hmm. and it would be like tri-tip or lasagna and like have a big meal. So for me to cook just for one person, I need to have like 10 kids basically. Yeah. And we are on the baby train, by the way, like I'm not pregnant. I don't think I haven't taken a test, but we, um, are not being as careful, even though Mm -hmm. technically I need to wait till February. So like, don't come at me about this, but, um, I would like to lose 20 more pounds before I get pregnant because it's been a secret dream of mine to not just look like a fat person who's fat (laughs) when they're pregnant. This is so mean to say, but it's like, I know that's what I would have looked like. Like you couldn't tell when I was 300 pounds that that I was (laughs) like six months pregnant, you know, like you wouldn't be able to tell a difference. And I used to like go, Oh my God, like how would I wipe my butt? Cause like I, if I'm that big or like that was a big fear of mine because I have short arms or like, fine if I'm already a size 22 like how am I gonna like hold a nine-month pregnancy and be like a size 32 or something you know so now I'm like I want to be healthy enough Mm -hmm. where I'm like oh look at my tummy sticking out a little bit now because there's a baby you know instead of like oh I just need a fart because I'm like (laughs) overweight or obese or whatever um so that's really mean on myself I'm not hating on other people you don't typically see I'm going to be in trouble for saying this. You know that show, like, I didn't know I was pregnant? Mm-hmm. I was very triggered by that show because it wasn't – you would not see, like, a typically, like, a size zero woman right. nine months pregnant. It was mostly the bigger girls who had more room, yes. and they were like, oh, shit, I'm pregnant, and I just thought I was overweight, you know? So yeah. I didn't want to be that person. I was asked numerous times if I was pregnant when I would wear, like, an empire waist dress. So – triggering I got that yeah I got that mm. before too yeah it's like really hurtful and yeah. usually it was by whatever disabled people who would ask me at my job so I was I like couldn't nope get mad. I'm just fat <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what I said I'm nope, like I'm just I, uh, I just like to eat fuck yeah. off but anyway so now I'm like <laughs> I want to be like you know somewhat like my goal weight is 165 and I'm close to I'm like getting there not it's not around the corner but it's attainable in the next few months oh, and yeah. I'm like okay like maybe I get there, but if I don't and I get pregnant before, then that's okay too. I just want to have a healthy pregnancy. We, yes. we had a, a loss in our, my personal life with a mm-hmm. girlfriend who was mm-hmm. in my, she was whatever. She's a very good friend of mine and she actually didn't come to the wedding because she um, found out her baby wasn't viable at 20 weeks or 16 weeks somewhere around there. It was really, really devastating to go through with her. And I still haven't seen her. Like, she's just, like, hold up. And I love her. She doesn't listen to this. So I'm not going to, you know, I don't feel like I'm sharing too much. But um, it was really, really, really sad. And I, I already know that I'm 39. So I'm already high risk. And I'm geriatric. And that really hurts my feelings. And um, I have uh, um. I have had a miscarriage before. My mom's had several miscarriages. My sister has as well. So I know it's an uphill battle for us, Mm -hmm. especially with PCOS. You know, it's not like I'm going to sneeze and get pregnant. Like, 
I feel like everyone else can. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know you and I have both discussed like being a little bit ambivalent about the baby parade and not sure if we're going to, and you yeah. feel like you're for sure not going to, but I have decided I would like to try, but I I'm not going to spend a lot of money doing it because I can't. Fair enough. But if we try for a few months, Kyle can go get his shit checked out and see if he's all good. I know my period has been very regular. I can now I can get it down to a day, which has never in my life been the circumstance for me. Mm-hmm. My periods have been consistent and not as heavy as before and not as bad cramps before as before surgery. So I'm I know I'm doing much better. Awesome. Um, but yeah. I think that's, we're going to try and we're going to give it one good go. Cause I really think a little baby Kyle Jr. Hell would yeah. be the cutest. Oh my God. Absolutely. We would have like very attractive babies. <laughs> we need an itty bitty belly committee baby. <laughs> I will name it IBBC. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I said, I said, if it's a boy, let's name it Kyle. And Kyle's like, yeah, Kyle Jr. We'll call him KJ. I'm like, I love that. Yes. I said, if it's a girl, let's call it Kyle. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I love the name Kyle yes. for a girl. I think Me it's too. so cute. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, what if we did Crystal? And I was like, no, that's too weird. Like, we can't have another stripperish name in the family. <laughs> Crystal Leanna's good enough there's a, should only be one crystal liana in the planet hilarious such a stripper trailer park name i love it <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so where did your name come from i don't think we ever talked about that um my mom's grand uh, sorry okay so my mom's dad's mom so my i guess that would be my great grandmother um her name was anastasia and so mm, stacy's like down the center of anastasia so they just like cut it out the middle um my mom said that I was not named for the first like several weeks of my life they didn't know what to call me so <laughs> they I, I think originally when I left the hospital I was like baby Shemp that was my mm. that's my maiden last name Shemp mm. um so I was baby Shemp when I left and then they um they ended up calling me Stacy because they didn't think I looked quite like an Anastasia so they they shortened it to Stacy <sighs> wait so can I call you Stassi then yeah sure because Stassi is my she's she's controversial, but I love as everyone knows I love reality TV stuff. Mm-hmm. So Stassi Shorter is like my ultimate. I love her so much. I love to hate her. I love to love her. I don't have any shame in my game <laughs> of how much I love Stassi. And now knowing that your name is actually Stassi, like hers, because she's also an Anastasia, but yep. she goes by Stassi. Like that makes me. It was meant to be. It was so yeah. perfect. No, yeah, it's it's true. And it's funny because I was like, how can you know, like, a newborn looks like an Anastasia or not? But mm. apparently my mom was like, nope, you looked like a Stacey. And I think I definitely identify more as a Stacey than I would have as an Anastasia. But... Um, well, you're Stassi now in my I'm book. Stassi. Yep. Stassi. I love her. She's so crazy. We met um, – so she's from the show called Vanderpump Rules. And then mm-hmm. on our – when I went did my bachelorette party, we went to all the Vanderpump Rules restaurants. Yeah. And we met Lala, who is my second favorite. And now she's getting divorced. I feel like I could have a whole other podcast about, like, reality TV drama. But if anyone cares, she's getting divorced. (laughs) Or not divorced. Sorry, her and her fiancé are splitting. Because he cheated. Allegedly. Allegedly. So I'm pretty excited about all this. (laughs) Like, reveling in other people's drama. (laughs) Because, I mean. You're married um, now. You were not going to have your own drama. So you have Are to you find kidding? it elsewhere. Oh, we had so much drama, but it was oh. all it was all his family that was causing drama the wed- wedding week. And it was such a nice relief because it's usually – his family all live out of state. My family is like two blocks away from us. So we're mm-hmm. always embedded in 
my family bullshit and drama. It's always yeah. something with them. Mm-hmm. And like Kyle, my dad have gotten in a few arguments and like it's it's fine they're both alpha but so it's always my shit so I was loving that my family was like (laughs) actually being super cool week of wedding and his family was like some drama I was like this makes me so happy (laughs) like we get a break (laughs) from my shit I loved it yeah it was like it was craziness I was just I understand why people take a honeymoon after their wedding because you need a break. We did not take one. I went back to work the next or two days later to a shit show. And we basically, we want to go to Italy for our honeymoon, but we want to go for like a month. And I'm afraid of flying because of my anxiety. So I want to fly first class. (laughs) Yeah. So we have to save up basically. That's amazing. I I love that plan. I'm saving, setting my own boundaries. I, I love Switzerland, but Kyle is, like, obsessed with ancient Rome, mm. like, history stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he watches um, Gladiator a lot when he's uh, um, emotional. <laughs> so he loves history. He'd be such a good history teacher, I think. But anyways, I love shopping, and I love Italian food. So – and I lied and said I was Italian my whole life because my dad's adopted. And I was like, oh, I'll just say I'm Italian. My wedding was, like, modeled after um, the Godfather 1 wedding scene – like, I'm fully a wannabe Italian. I am and, Italian. See, it's meant to be. I, to. I could be. My dad's adopted, so I could be, but I'm not. But I yeah. wish I was. But, yeah, so we want to go. And I want to start in Rome and then go all the way down to, like, Capri. And, like, oh, I want to live in Tuscany. I probably yeah. won't come back. So if I yeah. could get this, like, VSG coaching going where I can just do it from anywhere. Work, yeah, work anywhere. Bye. I'll be in my Tuscan villa that i'm redoing with kyle and our babies and they all speak italian like that's oh that's my fucking that's my vision board right There's there your vision board mm-hmm. there you go. and i want to wear a bikini <laughs> <laughs> like just just wear only a bikini like no matter what a thousand percent yeah. yeah like only i'll be like goes on. i'll be like donatella versace and be like hey, darling. <laughs> <laughs> but i would probably start smoking again if i lived in italy i'm just gonna be honest because everybody well a lot I, of people smoke there yeah I don't care. I'm just going to live my life. Like the Dolce Vita is like all I want right now. There's a new movie coming out, like the house of Gucci. (sighs) Look up the preview for it. It's Lady Gaga and Adam driver. And I'm like, so here for it. She does like in the preview, Lady Gaga goes, it's a based on a true story. But anyway, she goes father, son, house of Gucci. And she like does the cross. And I was like, (laughs) (sighs) I love everything. Gucci. So I'm a bougie ass bitch. I'm aware. Yes. Um, I'm excited about that movie. Anyways, what what else would we talk? What else do you want to talk about? I'm talking a lot this time, probably as as per usual to everyone else who <laughs> was listening. Oh God. Um. Yeah, I think we hit all the points that we originally talked about for today. Okay. So I I feel really good. I'm really happy that we had a chance to do this, and mm-hmm. I got to hear about all the things. And yeah, you're awesome. Oh, thanks. I'm a, we haven't got our pictures back yet, but as soon as we get the wedding pictures back, I'm going to start posting. I did like maybe like two little baby preview pictures, but Ugh. we did like a ceremony. That like, wedding dance though. Oh my God. Oh, I love that the one. That was, that was at the end with like that little punk rock song. Oh, so cute. The cutest. So I'm a little triggered by it though. And this is just me being real because the bustle on the back my dress had a long train and then we bustled it on my butt right uh-huh, uh-huh. 
I didn't realize that that would make my waist look a lot bigger from like the side. And that really made me sad later. And I, I'll get over it and I know it doesn't matter, but on the pictures, the bustle, when the bustle isn't up, mm-hmm. my waist looks small, much smaller. And I was like, I didn't know that that would be a thing. And I didn't know it would bug me, but literally that dress looked like so perfect. I felt so pretty and so skinny. We could yeah. see my clavicles for days. My neck looked like I had a neck for once. It was amazing. Yeah. I didn't look like a bouncer like I have like my yeah. whole life. <laughs> you, lo- you No, you looked stunning. You looked absolutely stunning. Thanks. I'm excited to like share the pictures and, you know, just keep it moving, but... I can't wait for a honeymoon and for COVID to chill the fuck out. Oh, and yes. maybe we'll come to Vegas in a couple of weeks or something Yay. just to like have a weekend. Just, have to, just to do something. Yes. Well, Absolutely. then I can see you, but, but I amazing. won't tell Kyle that's why. <laughs> we have to take our dogs. So it's like, where can we go that we can drive to and yes. then get an Airbnb so we can mm-hmm. take our dogs? I know that you can stay in hotels with them, but I feel like they would just end up barking because they'd hear people like yeah. if we're out doing stuff. But it's hard. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I I know you said you live in Vegas, right? I don't want to like tell people if they're gonna stalk you oh. that you live in Vegas, but yeah, I don't. I'm not worried about stalkers. Yes, I'm in Las Vegas. <laughs> with our 25 listeners, I think yes. we did get some though, so did I'm we? excited. Yeah, okay. I think I apologize to people who wanted to hear more from us. We put a bunch out and then took a month off, but now we're back. Yes, we're and back. I'm gonna back say we're gonna record every Sunday, so we can do a new episode like once a week Mm -hmm. that would be amazing now that we can like get our lives together yes Yes. mostly me (laughs) i know no it's it's awesome all right well let's keep on the goals this week yes let's put it out there that we're gonna get like eighty thousand emails for people going i want a vsg coach crystal like let's do it and i'll be like cool let's figure out forty dollars i don't know and then we'll go from there Yes, I love it. That's, I don't that's know. Exactly. It makes me so uncomfortable. But we're going to do it. We're going to kill it. And we're going to look healthier. I'm trying to change my verbiage from skinnier to healthier. Mm-hmm. So I apologize if I still slip in sometimes and say skinnier. But I really do mean healthier. Um, the skinny side is just a nice perk because our society is bullshit. And so, you know, you get more societal praise if you're skinny. I don't want to feed into that, but it's fucking reality. I'm just saying for me. I just want to be healthier mentally and physically and emotionally. And I think we can all get there together. Absolutely. Ultimate health. Vision board. All right, cool. Well, um, keep a lookout for an announcement from us shortly for our vision board day and for our cooking with Crystal and Stacy day. And we're going to eat all the candy today because it's, we're recording on Halloween. So hopefully we eat some candy later. Yes. I oh, wait, are you going to dress out. up? I don't know about dressing up. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely passing out candy because we always love to do that. And we're off today, mm-hmm. so it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. And it's football day for you guys, right? Yes, big time. Love that. Yep. We're going to do some pumpkin carving around four with my nephews. And Aww. then we're just going to do trick-or-treating with them. Like, I didn't get a costume because I was really slacking to this year. Yeah. Me too. I have like bunny ears somewhere, so maybe I'll throw something on just to be cute, passing out candy. But I, I don't mm-hmm. have kids, so it's like it's hard to like, you know, get super us. into just, it. Like, the we- yeah, we're just like the weird couple that just like passes out candy. You know, that's not weird. That's the best kind of couple because you probably have the good candy because you don't have kids to it's waste your money. So on. funny. 
oh yeah no my my husband was even like oh we're, we're known as the the house with the good candy so make mm-hmm. sure we get this 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 <laughs> okay that's amazing that's funny well yeah, we didn't have many kids last year so I'm excited I hope everybody's mm-hmm. like ready to rock this year because we are. I think they are because they're all doing like the trunk or treat thing this year is yes. like a big thing so I've seen a lot of kids we live in a back house so the front house is super decorated so we just like rely on their world mm-hmm. no one even knows to come to our house to get candy so it's great but um yeah she the our front neighbor like she decorates we have like giant spiders on the front of her yes. house and stuff and I'm like thank you for putting out an effort because we surely did not yeah and maybe I'll put my wedding dress on it's all dirty though I still need to get it cleaned Aww, oh I have such a long to-do list we haven't even like opened the cards yet <laughs> and I know there's like all this money in there but Whatever. We'll get to it. I still need to sell all this shit. It's a whole thing. Anyways, I'm not going to start. This is not my therapy session, but I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Love you too, girl. um, We will see you all next week, if not sooner. All right. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Bye. Bye.